0: Welcome to the Garbage Fire Podcast, aka MFKS Radio, <laughs> on airwave style at four eighty seven fifty two. Your pod is hosted by Kelsey and Megan, who will always leave a peanut butter sandwich out for you. <laughs> Sorry. I'm
1: crying, I'm even so crying. Garbage Fire Pod is all about. <laughs> <laughs> That she would dive into the depths. <laughs> i That's so stupid. It's such a stupid thing.
0: <laughs> well, it only took us like eighty-seven episodes to come up with something that kills us both right at the beginning. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> well.
1: Here we go. We're starting with tears, Megan.
0: Oh, it's so, that's how the movie started. It's only going to get worse. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, today's Tuesday. It is April the 30th. Um, we have both seen Avengers Endgame. Correct. And we're going to talk a lot about it. If that's right. If you've been with us uh, through other things like, I don't know, Wonder Woman, uh, you know what this is going to turn into. Um, Correct. So you've been warned. Um, Prior to that though, can we just um, take four seconds to talk about the playoffs for like just a minute? You go ahead, I haven't watched a single second of it. Oh, it's been so great. Um, I was at my mom and dad's earlier today and uh, talking about the playoffs with dad and we were both sort of commenting on how nice it is that all of your favorites are gone. It always, well no, just it it, it it just all of a sudden it makes it, it more exciting. It, it makes it way more yeah. exciting cuz you're not really sure who's going to win necessarily. Um there just seems to be that little bit more sort of intrigue going on. Um but I think in the East I've hitched my wagon to the Carolina Hurricanes and in the West I'm still with the Sharks. Of course. And always Maybe will shark. be. Do, 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 do and then they also have grandpa shark and joe thornton so you know grandpa um,
1: shark do do do
0: do um yeah so it's been lots of fun to watch i've been actually quite enjoying it um and i saw a comparison online somewhere someone was sort of lamenting how in the nba coming out of the first round you have your top 4 teams in both conferences making it out whereas in in hockey there seems to be that like little bit of an x factor a little bit like random whatever that makes it a little bit more exciting. And I don't know how necessarily true that is, but I'm definitely enjoying watching the playoffs. That's good. It's been a lot of fun. What's the...
1: Tell me what the, you know, state of it all is. I have no idea who's leading. I have no idea who's losing.
0: So Columbus uh, is and Boston are playing. Columbus just won, so they're up 2-1 in their series. Uh, I believe the Sharks and whoever the fuck they're playing, the Avalanche, are tied at one. <laughs> it just took me a second. I was like, the team that beat Calgary, it'll it'll come to me. Um, they are tied at one, and their game goes here in like five minutes. Um, the Hurricanes are up 2 nothing on whatever team they're playing. It's like I'm drawing an absolute blank right now. Uh, I don't understand. Anyway, the Hurricanes are up 2 nothing. Um... Oh, on the Islanders, right. And um, in the other Western series, it's Dallas and St. Louis. And I don't know if St. Louis is up 2-1 or if it's tied, but I know St. Louis won yesterday. Oh, cool. Yeah, so it's kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of fun to like have different teams. It's not the same the same like big teams. And I was watching a little bit of this Boston game earlier, and people were commenting online that, you know, Boston's finally starting to look maybe just a little bit tired, like they can't keep up.
1: You know what? I'm shocked. They could always pull some gumption out of somebody's mouth.
0: <laughs> could they
1: now? That doesn't
0: even make any sense. That's nothing. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, but yeah, so there's uh there's some good, good hockey stuff going on. It's been fun. we um, good. And... I think we should talk about this movie. Are you ready? uh, Yes. So we know it's going to take a long time for us to talk about this movie, so uh, Kelsey's going to make her noise to signify the start of our spoiler time, and then we'll make it again at the end, and then in our description we will put a timestamp, obviously, so that you know when to avoid, if you don't want to listen to us, uh, talk about how much we cried. Right. Right. Or didn't cry. Or didn't cry. Megan. What? (laughs) I cried so much. I cried more than I
1: expected I would.
0: Me too, but we gotta make the noise before we talk about it, so do your thing. Already? Yeah. (laughs) ka Okay. (laughs) We're now in the spoiler zone. Um, Welcome to the spoiler zone. So, uh, like, initial reaction, what'd you think? Okay,
1: well, first of all, I want to get ahead of this and say, of course this one's gonna be called The One with America's Ass.
0: Oh, absolutely. Okay,
1: like, don't, don't shout at me, Tyler. (laughs) I know what's going on. Obviously, that's the one that this is gonna be titled. Yes. Um, I, I have a mixed review. I... I'm not necessarily as kind of full-blown on board for everything that happened with it because I'm not too happy about some choices. Um, But in terms of certain character developments, I think it was extremely satisfying and in some ways perfection. So overall positive, but, you know, there's some niggling bits in my heart.
0: Yeah, I had some things, too, where I was kind of like, I don't know how I feel about this. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But, like, on the whole, I really enjoyed it. Was it a satisfying conclusion to you? For the most part, yes. Okay. Um, I think, like, at the very end, when they were sort of, when all of the original Avengers, well, like the ones who were left, um, (laughs) which, like... We'll talk about that because it caught me off guard and like in a way that I did not expect to react at all. Um, Get to your point first. (laughs) I like I like how they pass the torch, so to speak.
1: Yeah. See, that's the that's the kind of the criticism I have is I wish there would have been more screen time given to those because it was just like once we see the you know the new characters the. Peter Parkers, the Black Panthers, the you know Captain mm-hmm. Marvels. It was just like they were such such bit players that it
0: kind of lacked the emphasis
1: that I wish it would have had.
0: Right, but I think I, I yes, and I think that like the the problem with this sort of ambitious project. For this movie. Because, like, it's huge, right?
1: How do you solve a problem like Avengers?
0: <laughs> I mean, ultimately, yeah. I think the problem is that they had all these characters that they spent, you know, this 10-year or 11-year run and, you know, 22 movies building. And then all of a sudden, there's... You're down to the last, like, two and a half hours. How the fuck do you fit them all in? Mm-hmm. Right? And so... So I liked... The nod right at the very end, after Tony's funeral, when you sort of get that that passing of the torch in those different ways, mm-hmm. because I think that was important to show that like, no, we're done with this. Mm-hmm. So like, like Captain America's done, mm-hmm. and Sam has the shield now, mm-hmm. and that's okay.
1: Yeah, that was actually one of the the moments that really got me was how moved Sam was. And when he said thank you. Like, mm-hmm. God. God, he's such a good actor. There was some capital A acting in this movie. It was there really wild. Was.
0: More so than you would expect in like a superhero sort of joint. Um I think the one that I'm most intrigued by is Thor. Uh-huh. Because I'm curious now to know if he's going to just, like, pal around with Rocket and Groot and antagonize Peter Quill. Um, Because I imagine now that, like, the next Guardians movie is going to be them looking for Gamora. Yeah, but also, like, she's dead. Well, sort of. I think she... You know what I mean? Like, I think that he's got this opportunity right and so i think i would imagine i don't know for sure but i would imagine that the next one is going to be that so now i'm curious if thor is going to be maybe not with them all the time but like Mm -hmm. still on the periphery in that
1: yeah i hope not honestly because i i wasn't pleased with what happened in thor in this one Like, of course, of course, being overweight, growing your hair out, playing video games all day. Such a mood. I'm on board. I'm living that life, Thor. I get it. Being depressed. I've never felt more seen in a movie. Representation matters. But there was just something so... So pathetic about him. That... I felt was non-true to his character, where he would never show that side to the world.
0: Well, I mean, he didn't show that side to the world until it was necessary, right? Like, he went and lived in his little new Asgard, and, and Valkyrie said that you only see him once a month to replenish his kegs, and, you know, everyone just kind of accepted that that's how he was, and... Then they came for him, right? Like, mm-hmm. I felt like it actually. That was very reminiscent to me of the scene in the very first Avengers when Nat goes looking for Bruce.
1: Yeah, and he's right. isolated and ashamed and
0: hiding. And yeah, and I, I feel like this is kind of the same, except that like, you know, Thor had a couple buddies with him, which like horrifically underused. How do you not use more of Korg? Like, he's like, he might be the best character in the entire MCU.
1: Yeah, like, piss off ghost Is probably the best line that's ever been (laughs) Lined by anyone
0: That was pretty good Like, come on Yeah, and so, but I think the thing with Thor Like, I don't, I I, I get what you're saying Like, I, I understand where you're coming from But I also think that, like He fully sort of expected that that was gonna be the end of it Right, that he was just gonna live out his days Like, drinking beer and getting fat and playing video games
1: But I don't think so, because that's not what, that's not what he was raised to understand. His duty is never really over.
0: No, but I mean, if you look at the way that they framed it with him, whereas at the end of Infinity War, when he, like, gets Thanos in the chest, right, and Thanos says, should have gone for the head. Yeah. Yeah. And then he does it, but now, you know... That it means he, nothing. It means nothing. It's And it also kind of fucked it up because they can't find the stone. Like, there's all of that. And I think that, you know, as much as he believed he was doing the right thing in the moment, I think on his sort of reflection on what he had done, he realized that, like, it hadn't helped. Mm-hmm. Right? It didn't make anything better for anyone else. And so he just went off to sort of... I don't know, wallow for a while because you didn't feel worthy. You didn't feel worthy of the hammer or...
1: Yeah, that's know. true. I thought that was a very... Like, it as unhappy as I am with how he was portrayed in this movie, uh, I, I thought that the best part was when he did go back in time. The mm-hmm. conversation with his mother was fine, but I felt like when he actually was able to summon the hammer to himself Mm -hmm. and say I am worthy that Mm -hmm. was really powerful
0: that that was really great um but it was the second best scene involving that hammer in that movie. true because fuck me I fist pump like an asshole oh that's
1: the part where you fist pump oh yeah it
0: was so fucking good because remember in Ultron when like Cap tried to lift it and it moved just that little tiny bit and Thor was like oh fuck now what Mm-hmm. And then when this happened, I was just like, yes! And how was, he was
1: like, I knew it!
0: It was so good.
1: Yeah, that was very enjoyable. Okay, so I have a lot. I think it's more interesting to talk about the negative things or the criticisms. And I don't want this to be, like, all criticism. So can we talk about things that were good?
0: Oh, uh, yeah, we can.
1: Okay, so what I thought was good was... Um, At the start, Tony's meltdown. Oh, absolutely. I thought, capital A acting, great job. Also, capital A acting, great job, goes to, like, MVP of the whole fucking thing, Mr. Paul Rudd. Mr. Ageless Dorian Gray, Paul Rudd. When (laughs) he sees his daughter, oh my god, he... Fucking killed it, and I was like, "That's right, Paul rod You show them what you're worth." And then <laughs> when he gets to the gate, and he was like, "Hey, it's me. Remember from Berlin? I was a little guy who went really
0: big." <laughs> <laughs> I know he's just like he's on in. So many ways, he's just so guileless, right? Like he's just, yeah. which is hey, kind of refreshing.
1: Even though like he's a criminal, there's something so pure about him. Yeah, like he's he's not he's chaotic good i think
0: i think yeah it was certainly not lawful um no not lawful whatsoever yeah no i think chaotic is probably right
1: and he i think he just crushed it throughout the movie
0: well and i was surprised too at how like i didn't expect him to play such a significant role at the beginning mhm but it was good like i liked that addition to that whole that whole team that was still there
1: yeah, what I was a little bit. Uh, no, I won't
0: talk about things no, I was disappointed say, by. Cause no, that's is, fine. Say this it. This is happy. Just son. say it. It's fine.
1: It was just like when. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! The hell?
0: Hello. Our call failed. That um. Happened. Okay, that's fun. So I just lost Kelsey see what happens hopefully she's still recording nope she's still on the phone so that's fun and exciting um super good super super good okay here she is hi what happened i do not know i feel like my phone dropped it i don't know what's going on
1: I looked down at my phone and it said call failed.
0: Oh, then it was you. Yes, it wasn't my fault. Fuck. <laughs> Did um, you hit pause? Because I just kept talking.
1: I kept talking. I was like, hold, please. Oh, perfect. <laughs> hold,
0: perfect. please. And we don't have to do anything. <laughs> okay, what were you saying about, about it? Because I, I think we just talk about what we felt. It's fine.
1: Okay, so, like, loved Ant-Man and his personality, because he's such an upper, and everyone's such a fucking downer during the first 45 minutes of that movie, which, you know, reasonably so, but then, goddamn, Widow sacrifices herself, which I have a lot to say about that, and then it's just fucking white dudes, and I was like, ugh. Really? Sure. All I'm just staring at is white dudes and they're all arguing about who's gonna be the one to save the day and I was just like
0: oh.
1: <laughs> drove me crazy.
0: Yeah, but like I mean, if we would take a look at the at the whole cast, if we like take out like Wong from um Doctor Strange and like most of the cast of Black Panther, it's just a bunch of fucking white people. So mm-hmm. like Eh, I mean, yes, I get it, but at the same time, I don't know if that's the thing I'm I'm gonna get head up about, because the entire universe is just fucking white people, apparently.
1: True, but if you can put in a scene where, you know, all the women fighters of Marvel come together to help Captain Marvel get the glove over to Ant-Man, then you can fucking kill Clint instead of Widow. Just to keep one woman on screen for the entire film, please and thank you.
0: Yeah, and I think, I feel like that is your bias because you don't like Clint. Because I think that if they had killed Clint, I don't think that she would have been able to live with herself.
1: But you know what, Megan? You know what? As soon as Clint was like, you know what, I'm going to do it. I was like, oh my god, I'm feeling something. I'm feeling something for you, Clint. Yes, you have been a bad person. Redeem yourself. Like, you know that what you've done has not been productive for anyone or for yourself. And you're ashamed of it. And this is a way that you can have a sense of, of righteousness again. Good for you. I would have cried.
0: But yeah. Then, except then that...
1: But they she... had to fucking fight over the honor of it. and Of
0: course. And, of course, she was going to be the one to do it because he's got the dumb fucking mystery family that no one knew about. Um, but, of course, right? Which she's not aged gonna... up a lot. <laughs> yeah, but she's, she's not going to let him sacrifice himself for her and leave with the, with the potential to, like, never see his family again mm-hmm. when she knows that if this works, that he can.
1: Yeah, but it's just, it's disappointing.
0: But it was it was shocking to me that that's the decision that they made that like because I was convinced that Cap was gonna die. Well, he kind of does, but he doesn't. Like he gets his dance with Peggy at the end, and like that's the best fucking oh my thing God. I've we ever can't seen. even talk
1: about that yet. We can't even talk about that yet. We so, have to wait. We so have so much else to so talk he about. De-
0: but he doesn't die, right? No. He he gets he gets to live that whole life that he missed out on by being frozen in the ice and then being a superhero for however long, mm-hmm. and so. So The fact that they chose her, mm-hmm. I thought was really interesting, and and because and it was it was funny too because when they went to Vormir, I was like, oh, there's no fucking way that they're gonna get the stone without somebody dying.
1: Also, how did they not know that? How did like they they had to like think about it and they were like, oh wait, that's right. I was like. Oh. You guys are so unprepared for this. You're supposed to be
0: the ones capable of doing this, and how do you have no fucking clue? But they were unprepared for a lot of things, right? And and but I, I think I think what what was done there was send, by sending the two of them and they're off flying in that fucking whatever and you know they make, makes the comment about Budapest again, which if I still want to know what happened in Budapest. And like I I will die on that hill. But it was a nice little little callback callback to that and, like, Mm -hmm. their relationship in Ultron, you know, after Clint felt like he had failed Mm
1: -hmm. and, like,
0: her being that support. And so, like, I liked that it was the two of them at the end when she died. Me too. And that it wasn't everybody else around because that connection that the two of them had is the one that goes back the longest, obviously.
1: I have a counterpoint. I have a counterpoint. What is your counterpoint? Listen to the words from Endgame co writer Stephen McFeely, the worst name of all time, and Christopher Marcus, the second worst name of all time. Her journey in our minds had come to an end if she could get the Avengers back. She comes from such an abusive, terrible, mind controlled background. So when she gets to Vormir and she has a chance to get the family back, that's the thing she would trade for. The toughest thing for us was we were always worried that people weren't going to have time to be sad enough the stakes are still out there and they haven't solved the problem but we lost a big character a female character how do we honor it we have this male lens and it's a lot of guys being sad that a woman died tony gets a funeral natasha doesn't that's partly because tony's this massive public figure he doesn't have a public funeral that's me editorializing And she's been a cypher the whole time. It wasn't necessarily honest to the character to give her a funeral. I'm very upset by that.
0: Yeah, see, I haven't read any of those things. Because I don't want things like that to, like, make me think about shit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) To make you upset. It just makes me upset because what they did was, in their minds, they solved the problem... By not doing anything about it.
0: Well, I know, but I mean, we could go off. We could go off for a fucking hour about how they solve lots of problems at the expense of like the women in the series. Um, yeah, just
1: this this one line. We have this male lens, and it's a lot of guys being sad that a woman died.
0: I mean, That's at the least most disrespectful thing I've <laughs> ever heard. Oh, that's not, no, it's not the most disrespectful thing I've ever heard. That's just their way of sort of papering over. But what I think is maybe the thing that that got me about that is, like, over the course of this set of movies that she was in, there was a a fair amount of sort of development um, with her character. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think what we ended up seeing at the end is her finally coming to the point where, you know, because there was like that bit in, was it in Civil War? I like, I don't remember. It all kind of mushes together. Maybe it's Winter Soldier where she kisses Cap. That's Winter Soldier. Yeah. So like there's like those little moments and she's kind of funny and, and whatever. But she's not good in a crowd, right? She's not good in a group. She's really good with people one-on-one because mm-hmm. that's the kind of tra- like that's her background and whatever but I think finally what we saw with her um, when she when she falls right I think we finally saw her come to the, the realization that like there's something in this that's sort of bigger than herself and she was the one trying to keep this team together and maybe she realized in this moment that like that was the way to do it right because for that whole five year period afterwards she's the one who's still in contact with whoever's out there and and you know Mm -hmm. she's keeping tabs on where where clint is and where he's going next even though she can't really get in touch with him and all this kind of stuff Uh, sure
1: and i'm not arguing her motivation but i'm arguing their choice to gloss over it was disrespectful
0: yeah, but, I mean, I think where it took place in the film, too. Like, I don't... I would I would maybe not have said anything about it had I been one of the writers and just, like, just not said a word about it. Because it probably made it worse. Because, like, where it took place in the film, where, like, they don't really have the time in that narrative that they're telling to get to that point. Mm-hmm. Right? Whereas with Tony, they do. Because mm-hmm. it's at the end of it all. Right? And her death sort of necessitate... It was... It was was there and then there, but there's, it's necessary that they carry on with what this plan is. Yeah. Right. Whereas Tony is, is at the end of the plan. And I think that makes the difference in how that situation is dealt with. But yeah, it's like, it's shitty that, you know, she does this thing and arguably, you know, makes this sa- like, you know, she, she makes the sacrifice and then no one really says much about it. Yeah,
1: and like it, it, to kind of add to that, which is a f- terrible phrase and makes me feel like I'm in university again. Um, but why not at the end have some sort of tribute to her then? Mm-hmm. Right? Like Tony gets a lot of time, obviously, and I'm not arguing that, but everyone else gets a little end to their story in some way or another in little bits and pieces you see either you know a conversation between people or people going somewhere or people just group together to let you know that yes they're back but there's very little mention of her other than hulk saying i tried to bring her back
0: no and then and then clint talks is talking to wanda yeah end. but that's
1: that's more about them than it is no but Widow.
0: It, is, it is but it but i mean that's his sort of Um, I don't know. It's at least something, right? Like, <laughs> you know, because it was very noticeable that she wasn't part of that at the end, right? Like, you've got all those different groupings and, like, Clint with his family and and whatever. But at least there was a mention made. Because they could have just, like, truly papered over it completely. Yeah, it was just disappointing to me. But I don't know how we
1: got on this when I said, let's talk about the things we really liked. <laughs>
0: um, I would, like, start with something else that aggravated me, but only because I was just like, ugh. I felt this way, and when, my, when I saw Captain Marvel, I was like, yeah, I'm not convinced. And I was still unconvinced. Like, they made it very clear that she was, like, going to be gone for a while, and that's fine. But, like, she showed up, and I was like, man, she's so fucking powerful.
1: Mm-hmm. Why haven't you used her? Yeah. Why didn't you call her from the start?
0: Yeah, like, it just, it, it just seems like such a huge misstep mm-hmm. in that whole production thing to not have had her around for longer. Oh, for sure. And, like, and also, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Wanda, but she's so fucking powerful, too. Like, the two of them together should have been able to defeat everybody. Just Wait. based on... Where was Wanda? Well, because she she dissolved. Oh yeah, right, 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 right. Right in the snap, right. and so when she comes back for the battle, right? But like, I thought she was good in the battle. I thought she I was... actually
1: thought she like for once we actually like saw how powerful she was.
0: Yeah, and but the two of them are just so powerful. Like it was, it just felt like they were underutilized.
1: Yeah, for right? sure. And like, I think Valkyrie got more attention than Captain Marvel did, which
0: I was shocked by. That's because she was on a winged horse, man.
1: I know. But seeing Captain Marvel just fucking punch through that ship was pretty satisfying. Okay, here's another thing that they could have changed to make it better. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, So after Hulk does his, you know, his baby snap. Yeah. And we see that the ship has entered the atmosphere. Yeah. What they should have done is actually not show that at all, but just keep laying by the window watching the birds and everyone being like, oh, my God, we did it. And then kablammo.
0: Yeah, a little bit more surprise.
1: Yes, because I was just like, oh, well, sure, you did it, but guess what? Everybody's going to fucking die now. Here it comes. Yeah, yeah. I think we're all just so nervous about how many people were going to die that were just, like, waiting for the other shoe to drop. Oh, absolutely. I was just, I was so tense the whole time. The
0: only other movie I've ever felt like that in was, this is going to sound ridiculous, was Fast and Furious 7, because I kept trying, I kept thinking that they were going to kill Paul Walker's Mm -hmm. character. And so I couldn't, I I saw the movie more than once. But the first time I saw it, I couldn't really
1: fully get into
0: it, Mm -hmm. because I was like, okay, now how are they going to do it? How are they going to do it? And then all of a sudden they didn't do it. And I was like, oh. And then I sobbed like a baby at the end of that one, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, that was the same kind of tension that I felt. And I so I kind of feel like I want to go see this one again now that I know what's coming, just to like right. go in and be able to watch it and just enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And because, like, there were so many really good things. There's so many really good things. I re- love like, really funny things. All of those moments of like from those past movies.
1: Yeah, that was really, really interesting.
0: I thought it was super cool to... Because, like, we saw the movies, right? You all... You uh-huh. know, but then to see, like, that little scene afterwards.
1: Yeah. Where Hulk can't go on the elevator with everyone.
0: Yeah. Like, just so... And it... Oh, God. It was so funny.
1: Or Cap fighting with himself and going, yeah, I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and it's funny, too, because, like, I was imagining him just being like, son, sit down. Because, <laughs> as he said before, right, where he's just like, son... Just don't, right? And, like, I can imagine him doing that. Um, And, like, I enjoyed all of those little things, but I kind of wonder, at the same time, like, I understand for the plan that they were trying to execute that we needed to sort of see the aftermath of all the stuff that we'd seen already, Mm -hmm. but I kind of wonder if some of it was a little bit extraneous. Like... Well, just like, I mean, the movie's fucking three hours long. Like, you know what I mean? Like, was there something that they could have maybe done a little bit less of?
1: Yeah, like, I don't think RDJ needed to have that conversation with his father. No.
0: But had RDJ not had that conversation with his father, it would have felt really weird. When Cap ducked into that office and I read on the door, like, Carter backwards, I was like, oh my god this is fucking amazing and then like for her how did she not see him standing there
1: i know he was like a goddamn creeper but still like i was like oh my god it's been 25 years since world war ii she looks fucking great (laughs) like she hasn't aged a goddamn date she should be at least what 55 60
0: yeah but that's okay it is okay i was just i just wanted her to look up like, I was just like, okay, come on, do it. And then she didn't. I was like, ah, fuck. Because mm-hmm. I was convinced at that point that that was going to be the last that he caught that glimpse of her. And that he was going to die.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was just like, oh, no. That's so sad. If that's We're... all he's going to get. Um,
1: I'm trying to think of another one that I liked. Um... Love Ant-Man giving Tony a heart attack.
0: <laughs> that was pretty good.
1: That was really wonderful.
0: That was pretty good.
1: Uh, loved Thor restarting his heart just by whacking him on the chest. <laughs> I
0: don't, and he's, I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know. Like, he's just so excited. Yeah. It's like he's rediscovering things for the first time, which I kind of enjoyed a little bit of it with his character.
1: Yeah, it's just a bizarre thing, because, like, the first movie, Thor, is absolutely not the same as Ragnarok Thor. Like, mm-hmm. he's, he's so Shakespearean in, like, the first Thor movie in Avengers, and now he's just, like, I don't know, a monkey? Like, it's kind of bizarre to me, but...
0: A little bit, yeah, a little bit.
1: But I did like that moment. Also, of course... America's ass. Obviously, legendary. That was incredible. We'll never forget it. Laughed so hard.
0: (laughs) Well, and there were lots of things to laugh about in this movie, which I think was good. And while, like, maybe the treatment of Thor wasn't the best, it was nice to have some of that levity. Mm Mm-hmm. Because the movie was heavy as fuck. Oh, God, yeah. Like, it was just... It was a lot.
1: It really was. And especially the first like half hour I was just like oh my god is this what it's gonna be like she it was it was this is a superhero movie and it is joyless like (laughs) there is no camp there is like absolutely just devastation and I was like oh boy if this is the conclusion I don't know what to think
0: well and the very beginning of that with the very, very beginning scene of that movie with Clint on the farm with his family. Mm-hmm. And, like, teaching his daughter how to shoot and stuff was, I thought, was really, really well done. Yeah. And it was I...
1: strange to have a cold open.
0: <laughs> but, but I liked it because, like, it was... Because he wasn't in the last one, right? And so it was good to yeah. sort of have... And you saw the ankle monitor on purpose... Cause that was the deal that he made, which apparently didn't know this. But apparently, when Jeremy Renner was filming the movie Tag, he broke both his arms, and that's why he wasn't in the last movie. Um, Jesus. Yeah. So, so it, there was reasons. Apparently, in the movie Tag, they had to like CGI his arms in a couple times, as well. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: just, are they just little tiny hands? Just roll in with arms? that. Like, I don't know. i You know what's funny? his mustache face.
0: I've watched Tag, and I didn't notice that, but now I'm going to have to watch it again, now that I know this. Oh my
1: god, Oscar for cinematography and special (laughs) effects.
0: But I thought it was, I thought it was good to, like, bring him back into the fold, because he hadn't been there. Yeah, and we were wondering. Yeah, sort of where he was. So, like, having the ankle monitor and stuff, and then, like, it was interesting, because I, 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 the trailer that they had released however long ago, was a month ago, was all cut from the first, like, 20 minutes of the film. Mm-hmm. on purpose right so it didn't give away too too much um and people were like kind of losing their minds about like him teaching his daughter you know him with teaching whoever how to shoot the arrows and I was like non-personal it's probably just his daughter and then it was um but I found it kind of a nice introduction back into it mm-hmm. just to get us sort of back into that space and then yeah
1: because you're reminded what the stakes are
0: Yeah, because we we had all of the people that went missing before, we saw that in the last movie, Mm -hmm. at the end, like at the culmination of all of this. And so to have it right at the beginning, kind of right in your face again, you're like, oh shit.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, and he probably had no idea what was going on.
1: Oh, God, no. On the farm.
0: That's that's the crazy
1: thing is that we did and that's what makes it so uncomfortable and so shocking for it yes. to start out like that. Yeah. Cuz we're all just like, "Oh no, he doesn't know and it's going to happen. It's going to happen oh, yeah. and we're all like when is it's going to happen?" And I, I got, didn't I got, expect I got, it
0: to be his whole family.
1: No, me I either. thought maybe
0: like one of them might make it.
1: Yeah, this is what I don't understand about the 50% thing. Can we talk about Thanos for a minute? Sure. Okay. So, Thanos, Thanos, Thanos. Thanos' whole deal is that we need to get rid of 50% of all life in order to have our resources be essentially consumed in a way that's sustainable. Yes. And that life is essentially a parasite. Yes. Okay, that's his whole jive. He doesn't care about murdering people. No. He cares about resources.
0: Well, that's what he says. But yeah, I don't think I don't think what he's doing is necess- is malicious.
1: He just thinks as himself as a godlike inevitability. He says so many times as if he's like nature forcing a correction
0: right? Yeah I think I, I think that's a fair assessment I just like
1: I don't understand it because he's not he's not in it for he's only in it for the power of that and then as we learn he destroys the stones while doing it mm-hmm. and then just wants to live on a planet all by himself which like of course same get it <laughs> got you feel it inside and outside but i'm just not like sold on that whole premise of a of, of a motivation
0: yeah like it's just, it seems like such an odd thing and i think the thing that i think is odd about it is that he knew what he had to do in order to like be able to snap his fingers and um And and get rid of all of these people, right? Mm -hmm. But what I found really interesting is that the Stones apparently don't... They do discriminate. Yeah. Because then later, when Tony does the thing, which, that was fucking badass. That whole thing, unreal. Yeah. I am Iron Man. Well, just Mm -hmm. like, I am inevitable, right? And then, -hmm. then, like, just the thunk of the empty snap. I was just like, yes! Um, But... The stones do discriminate. Yeah. Because now that Iron Man has them then Thanos vanishes. Mm-hmm.
1: And so Well, like- I think the user of them chooses. I think it's like you say in your mind, you know, as yeah. if you're like commanding a spell, he Thanos commanded it to remove fifty percent of all living things everywhere. Yeah that was his wish, or whatever. Maybe, And that's then why that makes Hulk sense. is like, I tried to bring her back. Right. But you're right, there's some sense of, like, fate and destiny imbued within the stones themselves. It's bizarre. Because yeah. you're right, they are, they are discerning. It seems like they do have agency in some way. Absolutely. They're not just told what to do.
0: Um, no, I, and, and so, like, I thought that was interesting, but, like, Thanos, yeah, his whole motivation seemed interesting, but what I thought was, like, I mean... So this brings me to, like, the, the interstellar problem of, that I have with Yes, you.
1: yes, yes, yes. Oh, my God, <laughs> I've been waiting 41 minutes and 56 seconds for us <laughs> to talk about time travel because I have so many fucking questions, Megan. I hate time
0: okay so so, much. so here's the thing. I'm not overly concerned with the time travel, the time traveling bits because we watched uh, a series of movies where, like, a dude was injected with super serum and became, you know... So whenever,
1: no, it's not like I'm like, this is bullshit. I just have, like, legitimate questions.
0: But, like, the whole question of the time travel, when I think it's sort of best, like, dealt with right at the very end, when uh, Hulk sends Steve back with the stones.
1: Okay, exactly. This is what I want to talk about. Oh, my God. You're getting right to it. Okay, what are you going to say? So I'm tingling I think- with anticipation. <laughs>
0: Okay, so I think that the questions are sort of best answers because he says, uh, you know, like with well, the question, like, how long will he be gone? It's like, as long as he wants, but here it'll be about five seconds.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, but apparently then when you're in the time-travelling bits, you can, like, choose your end point because Steve blew past his timing point. Yeah. And lived out his life, which is great. Like, there's, no, I don't have any issue with that whatsoever. But it got me thinking about Interstellar when they go down to the water planet Mm -hmm. and time passes like they're down there for however long Mm -hmm. an hour and it's 23 fucking years Mm -hmm. or whatever it ends up being like it's absolutely ridiculous Uh, and to me it was the same kind of thing and i was like okay so what are the rules yes
1: okay this is my question oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god okay are you ready for this yeah I'm so confused. I hate time travel so much. Does that mean that this whole time there was young, sexy Captain America and an aging Captain America?
0: Yes. I think it has to be that. Right? <laughs> right. <laughs> I, think it, so I think it has bad. to mean that. I think there has to be... They're, they're creating this thing. So, like, when Cap goes back and takes the Tesseract back with him right because mm-hmm. that's or does he take the, or does Loki still have it what do you mean well did they ever actually get the test track back is my question yeah because they have the stone yeah but they got the blue stone cause Lo, but how did they get it back from Loki because he jacked it
1: no they, they don't because remember Loki fucking gives it to Thanos so this is what I'm talking about how much I hate fucking time travel because
0: and yet you love the time traveler's wife
1: no absolutely not what are you talking about wasn't it you who loved it no
0: i don't believe you
1: no absolutely not i thought the movie was stupid he's like a pedophile
0: well yeah <laughs> i was convinced it was you that like that
1: no no yeah. way no about time is the movie that i love oh
0: yeah right that it's...
1: one does it very smartly um i might cry just thinking about it um so here's my understanding of how I fucking hate this so much about how the blue stone is factored in here. Okay. So they lose it to Loki. Yeah. Right. That's how Loki gives it to Thanos in that one like cutscene we see after movie. I don't know fucking seven. One. Who after one? After the first Who Avengers. Knows? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Chronologically, that's what happens. So Thanos has got it. Right. Okay. So, they know that. They're like, fuck, we accidentally gave it to him. This fucking sucks. Let's, you know, dust off our shoulders. Oh, wait. I'm Tony, and I have, for some reason, a exact memory of where my father is at all times, along with, Mm -hmm. oh, right, this dude, Hank Pym, who I also know, question mark? And let's just pick a day in 1970 where he's at this base where I know, like, so they go back further in time But here's
0: my question then. At the end of the first Avengers, Thor takes Loki back to Asgard on the Rainbow Bridge. But this movie indicates to me that that is not what happens because Loki takes the fucking Tesseract and disappears. I
1: think he takes the Tesseract, gives it to Thanos... And because he's a weak motherfucker and he's afraid of his brother, he goes back to his brother. Maybe. Because his, his, you know, his plan has been essentially completed. He still is victorious. He's disrupted whatever. Mm -hmm. And he's helped someone who's more powerful than him like a sniveling little rat. Mm -hmm. and i'm glad that he's dead and i hope he stays dead because there's nothing redeemable about loki
0: it's true um reba so So steve going back into 1970 whatever um and encountering getting like the pym particles yeah which when he took all four Mm -hmm. i was like oh oh steve's got a plan Which is, you know, and, like, we can talk about his business at the end, because I think it was, like, the most beautiful part. Yes, um, of course. Of all of that. But before we get there. But, I like, what I like about Steve is that, for all intents and purposes, he can just, like, blend in anywhere. Because he has that, like, authority, that, like, military authority about him that everyone just buys that he's part of whatever. Like, he's supposed to be there, and so it's fine.
1: But Megan, if you saw America's ass walking down the hallway, wouldn't you do whatever it wanted? I would just stare. Of course you would.
0: And probably drool. Like,
1: anyway. No, but he also does the classic Marvel disguise, hat and sunglasses.
0: He does, it's true. But he blends right in. Yeah. Which is great. Um, and I think that's one of the things about Cap that I like the best, is that he's like, you know, he's this sort of like spectacular physical specimen. But he's also like in so many ways just an everyman.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh-huh. Right? Like he's I mean, you know, like he's he's very attractive in all of those things, but he's also kind of nondescript.
1: There's an interesting thing about Cap where he has this, you know, unwavable tenacity, right? Like he he's He's such a moral stalwart that, like, he... he He's just like Captain Marvel where he has to get up every time. Yes. And that's what I think made this scene so powerful where it looks like he's the only one still conscious when they're fighting Thanos yes. again. Of course. Of course they're fighting Thanos again. Even though he's already dead. Oh, I hate time travel. And... Then you see, like, the relief and, like, almost comes to tears over how thankful he is that he doesn't have to be alone. Yes. And he doesn't have to fight alone. And I think that's really what motivated him at the end to, sure, put the stones back where they were. Or, is that what he does? Yeah, to
0: take the stones back to where they belong. Yeah, yeah.
1: But also to do something for himself because just like tony he's earned it now
0: yes yes and and i think i think him getting that well like so even if you want to talk about tony like at the end there when he you know tricks thanos and has the gauntlet for himself
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and then snaps and then you know ultimately sacrifices himself
1: Mm -hmm.
0: that was like to me like unexpectedly emotional
1: yeah, I didn't think that I cared about it that much, about and him I, that much. But well, it was just so poignant.
0: Was Peter. Yeah. But then also Pepper just being like, telling him to rest.
1: Oh my, Megan? Ooh. Oh my, my. I went to see this with my brother-in-law and he was like, wow, like, he's an, I don't think he's a guy who would be like, oh, I don't cry. You know, he's not one of those dudes. Um, we even talked before and he was like oh I'm sure I'm going to cry like 80 times in this movie like I was like I brought nine Kleenexes in my pocket Kevin like just give me give me a holler and they're yours um, and at the end he was like the moment that really got me was when Pepper said like you can rest now and I burst into tears and we were outside the movie theater at that point and I was just like Jesus Christ Kevin you can't say it this soon I need some processing time oh like, I know Don't even remind me. It was just a... There was a lot of symmetry in this movie. And I think that was one of the more beautiful moments.
0: Yeah, well, and I think you kind of remember that, like, this was... After Iron Man 3, which wasn't, like, the best of the movies. But in Iron Man 3, when he had his, like... Was dealing with the PTSD from what had happened. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... I think you started to see a little bit of the more human side of Tony Stark Mm -hmm. and what that looks like. And then his, Mm -hmm. his breakdown there at the beginning, I think was, was very, um, revealing in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that you finally kind of get a sense of like what the toll is on someone like him.
1: Oh, for sure. And the fact that like he, he feels so much personal guilt overfailing. And obviously they all do. And they all have some sort of action that they need to take in order to alleviate that. And for Uh Cap, it's just like a 180, which is like we all just need to move on. Uh You know? The end is nigh. Not really, but... um, And for Tony, I didn't expect him to be the one to be like, we lost. That's Uh it. Uh End of sentence. Like that was quite a shock to me.
0: Well, I think if you're I think if you're Tony Stark and you know you've gone through all of these situations and you've defeated all of these these big bads and whatever, you know, using all these resources that you have available to you and then you come up against this 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 entity that you can't defeat. Mhm. Then like what do you do? And and it's not just you, right? Like you've got a super soldier and you've got the fucking Hulk and you've got um the God of Thunder.
1: Mhm.
0: And you still couldn't defeat him. Then what? Yeah, you know. Um, and I think that that's part of the. I think that's part of why of sort of that resignation on his part is just like, well, now what do we do?
1: How was it that a god could not kill Thanos? Because
0: it's a great question. Um, I feel like Thor just generally in all of the movies i feel like his like actual god of thunderness was not ever fully realized till sparkles because i think that if you were to put thor and captain marvel and wanda together mm-hmm. the three they of them should anything. be able to defeat absolutely anything
1: yeah Also, Wanda can just, like, make you lose your mind. Uh Why isn't she doing that to anyone? Uh There's, yeah, that's why I just don't understand. There's, like, a lot of... (sighs) A lot of things that are sidestepped in terms of people's power. And I get that, like, you need to have stakes in order for this to feel like there's conflict at all. I understand that. Like you Mm -hmm. need conflict in order for a story to be interesting. Um, But to have them just fail and fail again. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing I have about like fate and destiny and how I think like the stones play a part in that is that from the start, we figured out, we figured that like Dr. Strange had seen the one outcome. And so he let the stone be taken in order to make that outcome come true yes and the whatever wise one essentially agrees with that that he's supposed to be the best of them and so if this is the choice that he's made then yes it must be the path forward that was a nice little thing to see actually yeah um what was her name or their name i know they tried to be gender neutral
0: i can't remember i can't
1: remember it's killing me right now i'll look it up okay um that conversation with Bruce was really interesting because it felt like they were two people who could have that conversation like you can send fucking rocket
0: Wasn't like <laughs> no.
1: Ageless no. one or ancient one? Ancient one, thank you. Yeah. I thought that was a really interesting part of the movie just to see the a shock and surprise on their face when they're like wait a minute. Yes. He gave it away. We'll then take it. Yeah, you know?
0: there's a reason for it. Yes. Yeah.
1: So that's my question. Like, <sighs> there's all these, there's all these possibilities of futures—14 million or 16 million or whatever the fuck the number was. Yeah. And Strange says, if I tell you, yeah, it won't come true. Yes. And then he shows, you know, Tony, the weird number one.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> You know, heads up to my big man upstairs, finger up. And then that gives Tony the motivation to defeat him.
0: Yes. But I think it's one of those things where, like, Doctor Strange, I don't love Doctor Strange and, like, the whole thing. But what I, I find interesting about the character and, like, him knowing sort of what the outcome is going to be. Like mm-hmm. he's he's sort of in in certain ways like guiding things along, right? Sure, um,
1: but so is like. God, I fucking hate time travel
0: so much. But, but Steve no, the, the,
1: knows this.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but the, no. But the question, no. But the question of like, what's actually going to happen? Mm-hmm. It's one of those things. Like once you know, it changes how you respond, right? And so Doctor Strange is going to keep doing his thing because he's got, and that's part of why they spent so much time in his movie focusing on that ability to like
1: just do the same thing over and over and over
0: again well but also separate yourself from the thing that you're doing
1: right okay i see
0: right so he's able to like sort of maintain his focus and and control the portals and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and also know what's going to happen but he can't tell anybody because as soon as you say this is what needs to happen something's going to go wrong right Right, and so he's... he. But I also feel like he's got the ability, if he needed to, to, like, fix it.
1: So this... Okay, so this comes to... This is the point I'm trying to get at. If Steve Trevor would not have died in Wonder Woman... Yeah. Would Wonder Woman have had the power of grief and love motivate her to destroy Ares? No. Or is it dependent upon her love and affection for humanity, i.e. Steve Trevor, to do so. I.e., did Tony need to see Strange say, this is the one where we win, for Tony to have the strength and the gumption to take all of the stones and use them himself?
0: I think so. Because now Tony, coming from 2019 with a daughter... And that's the important i think that's the thing and why they spent that little bit of time at the beginning dealing with his family i think tony coming from 2019 with a child recognizes that he has this opportunity now to at least make this world better for his kid
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so he you know this is the one that they win but strange doesn't tell him for sure that he's gonna die just that this is this is the this iteration is the one. in which things work out the way they're supposed to mm-hmm. and so he decides to, to take the gamble basically
1: honestly I thought Cap was going to be the one
0: well it would it would have fit with what we know about him mm-hmm. to be that one
1: god superheroes are just the f- most insufferable like everyone wants to sacrifice themselves <laughs> for the benefit of others
0: Which is why, like, I do kind of like, um, what happened with Nat. Because she'd made that, that sort of conscious choice. Mm -hmm. And, like, I mean, when it all comes down to it, yeah, sure, her and Bruce had that, like, whatever, ill-advised relationship and whatnot. But when it comes right down to it, the person that she loved most in the world was Clint. Clint, And huh. I think I think what that told us is that the person that he loves most in the world is her, yeah. In whatever way that is. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, right? at that point, for sure, like he's been grieving for five years. Yeah,
0: and and, and, and she's and so, the
1: only tether to humanity that he has.
0: And so he has, you know, he has. She has this opportunity to sacrifice herself so that he has a chance to get back to his family. Just like Tony, I think, realizes this is the one where we win. So I have to take this opportunity.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe to get back to see his his kid.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Without knowing for sure if it's going to work out. Right. It's a leap of faith. And I think him having lost Peter Parker before allowed him to make that choice. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think if he had done, if that had happened, I don't know if Tony would have made that choice.
1: Fair. These are the what ifs that keep us up at night. Okay, mm-hmm. here's another question that I have okay. What happened in the Soul Stone in those five years? Because Peter's just like, oh, we're in the Soul Stone. We waited so long. And then Doctor Strange said, it's time to go. Well, <laughs>
0: <laughs> kind of, I was yeah. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Like, I swear, 90% of that was his lines. But it was just like, what, what, what does that mean? Are you all on a know. fucking snow globe? Like, how much time passed for you? Like, well, are, and, is the soul I, stone also the quantum realm? Like, I don't understand. I
0: kind of think in, I don't know if it's the quantum realm, but that's kind of how I'm envisioning it. Okay. Right? That, like, it is something kind of like that.
1: Like out of time itself.
0: Yes. Where you know A like like well, purgatory. Like, yeah, and like so so like for Scott when he's in the quantum realm, he has no idea it's been five years. Mm-hmm when he comes out of it. And I kinda wonder if in the Soulstone it's sort of the same thing. Hmm. Cause if they're all just like chilling there together.
1: Oh my god. In can you imagine? Like living with Doctor Strange for five years and him being insufferable, like just wait, just nope, we're gonna get out. Just wait, like <laughs> yeah.
0: But at least he knows, right? Like that's the thing. Um, and the the thing I thought was interesting too that I had forgotten about completely, and I don't remember, know why because I've like literally just watched Black Panther and also Infinity War was the suit, his like electrified suit. Mm-hmm. And it and then the first time I was like, well, I was like, oh right, his suit. Like as he gets beat up, it like builds up more absorbs. charge I was like yeah. I forgot about that um but like the bit with like with Thor when Thor had both his hammer and his Storm axe breaker, Yeah. oh man it was so good it was, but, it then, was really funny. but then when Cap had the hammer I was just like oh my heart this is amazing
1: that was one of the best moments of all time hands down that like, was,
0: like, up there with, like, Wonder Woman, like, leaping up in that fucking bell tower and yes. just destroying Yes, that was the exact
1: same energy. That's exactly how I felt. Yeah. And I'm, like, oh Cap, you're too good for this world, oh, because no. how could you not have had, like, some sort of, like, a smirk or anything or a witty remark and just be like, you know, blah, I don't know, blah, 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 I can't come up with anything. I'm not an improviser.
0: Well, no, I know... I know exactly what you mean. Like,
1: He's just, he's all business. He's like, yeah, I'm fucking worthy. I'm Captain America. And this is America's ass.
0: <laughs> and he was very willing to put America's ass on the line.
1: Oh, for sure. Well, of course, it's undefeatable. Uh-huh. It's America's ass. Uh-huh. I must say that when he came back and he was old, I thought that old age makeup was extraordinary.
0: It looked really great
1: it looked like him and he must have been like 90
0: it looked like him but it also looked like him as if he was still like the small guy yes a little bit right yes he He looked a
1: little bit shrunken he didn't have all his huge muscle mass like he looked like a normal person yeah which was really beautiful and I totally lost my point oh yeah and when Bucky was like wait Sam Look over there.
0: Yeah.
1: I honestly was like, well, who's this? Cap doesn't age. Uh
0: uh-huh.
1: I was like, oh, shit. No, he can't age. He was just frozen, you dumb nuts. Like, I was just like, oh, right. He can actually. I thought for some reason he was yeah. immortal.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, kind <laughs> I of. Like, oh, he kind no. of is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, because he's got to be... How old by then?
0: Well, he said when, um, in, in Winter Soldier, is it Winter Soldier that he meets Sharon Carter for the first time? Yes. And he's like, I'm 95, I'm not dead. Yeah. (laughs) Or whatever, I think, uh, yeah, so he's like 100 years old.
1: At least.
0: Yeah. Looks fucking good for 100 years old.
1: (laughs) I know. (laughs) And I really like that he was like, no, like, Sam... You know, I'm not going to tell you, because this is the one thing that I have for myself. Uh-huh. Oh, so fucking perfect. So I do cried you think- like a fucking baby. <sighs> oh me my too. god, I was weeping and snorting and just out of control. I had dill-pickled popcorn all over me, all over my <laughs> jacket, all over my hands and my eyes, which is probably why I was crying.
0: So... Okay, so Jess and I were talking about this mm-hmm. uh, on Sunday after I saw it. And we talked a little bit about how, like, Captain Marvel was—I had issues underused, with Underused, yes. And Wanda as well in the battle a little bit underused. Like, mm-hmm. I realized that she was snapped away. I understand why she wasn't around, but, like, holy fuck. Come on now. Um, But what we were talking about here, I was she's like, I wish they had done a real good vibe between Bucky and Steve.
1: Yeah. I think um, Bucky was also at that point where he was just, like... You know he found peace, and I kind yes. of have too. So well, you go first, Sam, because you need this more than I do.
0: Yeah, and I. But I also think that Bucky knew. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think when 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 Hulk says the thing about how Cat misses his timing point or whatever,
1: mm-hmm. I think
0: Bucky knew right away. Yeah, because Sam's was gonna freaking
1: mean. out, and he's just like,
0: Yeah, look over here. Here he and is, and then and then Jess is like, My current headcanon is that Steve found him after he went back. And maybe, like, mm. saved Bucky from whatever. You know what I mean? Which could be, you know, an interesting thing. But I wish, the thing that I wish had happened, like, more than anything, um, is that Steve and Peggy had, like, actually had some words.
1: Yeah. Honestly, I thought it was... I might start crying just talking about Like, it just hit me. It, it just was, hit me again. Like it was, it was so, so good. It was so beautiful. And I like... Oh, my God, I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <it's> so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just the fact that it... You know, he fulfilled his promise to her.
0: Yeah. I know. But, like, Fuck it would have been yeah. nice. It would have been nice if, like, you know, so there, I'm assuming that's, like, her house. That there, that when that camera pans into that window. Like, I'm assuming that's her house. Mm-hmm. And it would have just been really nice if there had been, like, I don't know. Like, uh, like, he knocks at the door or he, like, walks up the step or whatever and she just sees him because i would have loved to see her face
1: see what i my thought of it if i could fucking stop weeping right now (laughs) is that like we that's already passed for him obviously and this is just this is just a normal afternoon for them yeah you know, this is just their sweet... Oh, my God. No, I don't
0: think so, though. <laughs> this is because... just their
1: sweet life together. No, because I just... think...
0: I think the look on her face, like, she's, like, got tears in her eyes and stuff. I think that's, like, right when he gets there.
1: No, I don't think so.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't think... I think that we what we see is, like, their first... Their first, like, afternoon together. That I don't think that this is just, like, a normal thing. I think that's, like when he's first the first back there. And I really wish we could have just seen, like, the look on her A face. A bit more of
1: that, yeah. That
0: would have just been, like... Because, like, I mean, she believes, obviously, at the end of Cap, that, like, he's dead, of the first one, mm-hmm. that he's dead. Mm-hmm. Right? And, I mean, she has no reason <laughs> not to believe that. Oh, yeah, so, the
1: ship goes down.
0: Yeah, and so for her, like, just to be able, like, if she... Just to see him. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, if anyone's gonna fucking believe him about whatever, it's gonna be her. Right. So,
1: does that mean, oh my god, I fucking hate time travel. I hate it so much. Does that mean when she's working at that base in 1970 and he's watching her, she's also simultaneously married to him? Yes. What is he doing? Like, just but working
0: at a wharf somewhere? Maybe. Just living his life. Being Captain America without being Captain America. <sighs> but like I like that that story ended And I'll be very honest with you When um, Clint and, and Natasha Were in Vormir I was like just make out already Because like that's all I wanted From like the very beginning for that Because that was clearly where it was supposed to be going you until think so? Surpri- until, surpri- like- until Surprise Family showed up Absolutely
1: Oh whoa, 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 whoa. yes Right yes, like yes, you yes, know
0: yes. just like that whole thing And I was like Ah, but then, then it was just fine the way that it was. But um, Jess and I were talking about that too.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I thought you were gonna say like the more screen time I wanted from Cap and um, Peggy was <laughs> just let's watch Cap lose his virginity. Yes, let's do
0: it. Also, <laughs> let's after see that, America's like... ass. <laughs> um. Yes. In all let's its glory. Let's. But I was also thinking that, like, a Cap and Peggy, like, Christmas movie would be fucking amazing. <laughs> just, like...
1: Oh, my God, where Cap, like, Santa dies and Cap has to be Santa?
0: Or, I, I don't know, just some kind of, like, you know, some kind of, like, one, like, a Hallmark Christmas movie, but with them. Would be just, like, the best.
1: No, not with them, they're kids. <laughs> oh, my God, do you think his little, his little spermies are just, like, radio blasted? Yes. Oh.
0: Probably. But he gets his life, right? He gets to have that life. wouldn't it be
1: great to see little, like, Natalie's and little. Uh, yeah. And (laughs) Tonias.
0: It would be good to see them all. But, like, okay, the thing with, now that we're talking about the children, the thing with Tony and his daughter, when he's like, I love you 3000, Mm -hmm. is such a great little line.
1: It is. And he's just like, ugh you know like he's just like oh my yeah. god
0: that's how much like it's just it's such a great line
1: Mhm. that's um, why i love that all those did i send you all those four panel like avengers with no spoilers
0: some of them maybe i don't remember. pictures
1: oh they're really funny on instagram because they'll be like the dude from The Big Lebowski, and then Spider-Man oh, yes, pointing yes. at Spider-Man, and then just the number 3,000, <laughs> and then, like, a melting ice cream cone. <laughs>
0: oh, man. <laughs>
1: They're so good.
0: Um, I'm
1: trying to think of other parts that were good.
0: I, uh...
1: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay, we need to talk about Hulk. Okay. Okay. So Hulk somehow does a 50% transformation. Yeah. Forever. But he's also like dumber
0: now? I don't know if he's dumber.
1: He he was just like he was he was so bumbling in a way that was like you know, Neanderthalish, which is like really how Hulk acts when he's the big green. But seeing Hulk dab was probably the funniest thing I've ever seen in my goddamn life. <laughs> it's pretty great. Second to repeatedly fucking up time travel tests and Ant Man <laughs> coming back as various versions of himself. <laughs> And then Tony screaming up the driveway, and the first things out of my, his mouth are, "He turned into a baby, didn't he?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> What? Well, yeah, it was kind of like it was. I would, I would have liked a little bit more like science bros with them yes. like, from the first movie because that was so good. Like. It,
1: there's something wrong with your movie if Paul Rudd is being science man. <laughs> like...
0: <laughs> but, like, he was so good at it when he comes back and he's like, somebody peed my soup." <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't know if it was young me, old, old me, me, or, or me-me.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, God. That oh, was a great point. And, obviously, MVP of the movie, America's Ass, plus that rat.
0: I <laughs> guess. Oh, man. Yeah, it was, um... I was interested... We haven't talked anything about Nebula, and I was fascinated by her character.
1: Yeah. It was... I was actually, when it was happening, I was quite upset. I was like, fucking Christ. Like, now we're gonna have to deal with Thanos again. And that's what I didn't want in this movie, was a second fight with Thanos. Like, no, except. There's that, technically like, three fights with Thanos. Yes, like,
0: except that I remembered that, you know, like with Doctor Strange was like there's one that we win. So mm-hmm. obviously it had to happen that way and that's you know, whatever. It's gonna be what it was gonna be. But I was just super interested in Nebula's character because like mm-hmm. when we first encounter her in Guardians, like she's you know, she's a robot, right? And so like so much of that emotional whatever she doesn't have.
1: Yeah, well, she's but, essentially an assassin. Like yeah. that's
0: that's her whole but She's she kind a psychopath. Of, she kind of evolved, I think the way that like vision evolved. Well L- no, like like but but in the way that like over time uh-huh. she was able to establish you know, like learn a sort sense of that emotionality. Yeah. yeah. And so I found that really interesting.
1: But the thing with vision is that he started from, you know, weirdly a nebulous blah 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 and she started out as human and became more robotic and then had to transition into
0: something right more human again right but i was just interested in her character and like you know just and 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 how like gamora sort of reacted mm-hmm. you know with this with these two the, with the two nebulas
1: yeah and, and how and, ready she was to be like wait a minute can like, can we get out of this? Can we yeah. leave this life of pain and torture and, you know, all these things that we believe are, are moral rights, but it, we know in our heart are moral wrongs. And she's so... I thought that would be the tough part, is getting Gomorrah on the side. Uh-huh. But it was just like flip
0: of a switch. It really was. Um, I found one of the things that I thought was interesting... Too is how Quill was used and also not used, Mm -hmm. Um, because I'm not a big fan of him. No, me neither. Of the the character, like at all of of all of the Guardians, he's by far the weakest. Mm Hmm. Um. But I found it interesting that like he comes. I mean, he watched. I mean, he obviously knows that that Gamora is dead Mm -hmm. in his reality, and then he has this chance where he sees her again. Mm-hmm. And being Quill without thinking about anything, just assumes, assumes that she's, she's going to she's be, back. yeah, you know. And then and so I kind of liked that. That was that was how that worked out. That now he sort of is adrift, even though he's got kind of everything back, and well, she's out there somewhere.
1: But that's you know, the thing: is is that Gomorrah stuck in this future now? I don't know, because she's nowhere like she just disappears after that in the film
0: yeah she disappears but i I but i think she's not dead because the soul thing never happens right Mm -hmm. so i think the assumption is that she's out there somewhere and he's gonna try and look for her is sort of
1: but that's the thing she wasn't killed by the soul stone she was killed by her father
0: no but it was but but they
1: unsnapped it right Yes, but she wasn't taken into the soul, so just like Loki, she's a death that occurred before.
0: No, 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 I know, but 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 all I'm saying is like she they unsnapped or whatever, but then in their time travel bits, when they are having their second fight with Thanos, they're back in time, they're in like 2014. So Gamora's not dead yet. No, yeah, no, yeah, no, that's in the present, no. Yeah, it is. No, that's why there's the two nebulas, because they go back to get whatever stone it is that they're looking for. And then... No, I thought Thanos and, came no, and to they, the future. No, Thanos went... No, no, no. They, they... he, He showed where they were going to be, ultimately. But he didn't come to the future.
1: Oh, this blows it all wide open, Megan. This blows it all... What?! thought they were coming back to their present.
0: Or did they? I don't know. Maybe I'm, like, because I was, like, convinced that they were back the in, like... Because the quantum
1: leap shit didn't exist in 2014. And neither did that whole No, oh, but the van
0: had been there. Well, I don't know. Hang on. Now I'm super confused. It's 2019, I swear. Um, okay. This is gonna be the most complicated plot summary on wikipedia i've ever read in my entire life um
1: we need one of your inception visual
0: yes explainers okay okay wait 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 okay how long is this plot summary 900 oh my oh so not as long as i thought it was hang on hang on hang on did you say 900 wait for it wait for it wait for it Okay, Rocket and Thor, Nebula and Rhodes steal the Power Stone in 2014 before Nebula is unable to return. Oh, right, they so they go back, but then Nebula is not able to. So, yes. Okay, does he go there? I'm so confused. Um, 2014 Nebula uses the time machine to transport Thanos to the present. Okay, okay. Yes, yeah, see, I knew it! But it's 2014, um... It's 2014... Nebula. Nebula, and 2014 she... Gamora, and 2014 Thanos. Yes. Yes. And so Gamora's not dead.
1: No, but it's not the same...
0: No, but it's the 2014 Gamora. So no, Gamora. yes. Yes. But so she's not dead in this new reality.
1: No, but there's there's an interesting question to yes. her character. I knew I was fucking right when yes. I did. I knew it.
0: Oh... <sighs> Um. There you go. Anything else?
1: I, I thought like, it was um, good.
0: I thought it was good that Thor called Valkyrie the king of New Asgard and not the queen. Hmm. I I thought that was oh. a good thing.
1: <laughs> She's more of a man than he ever will be. No,
0: for sure. But it was just it was good <laughs> that that was the decision. You know what I mean? That that's what he said, and not like, you know. I mean, for all of his foibles, I think Thor's pretty. Uh, he's he's pretty. Progressive in a lot of ways. Yeah, and, true. But it was just—it was just good that that's how that worked out.
1: Hey, um, hey, quick question. Yeah, where where did her Pegasus come from? Uh, do not know? That's, I don't know. That's—I feel
0: like, you know, if I Doctor feel like Strange if...
1: has got a fucking Pegasus hidden in that goddamn museum of a home he has.
0: I feel like if that's the question. Yeah, I know. I think if we're it, okay.
1: Yeah, everyone's magic. I shouldn't.
0: These Pretty are much. the things
1: I shouldn't quibble about. I understand. Pretty much,
0: yeah. Um, so, do you want to make your sound so we can end our time? So, that's all I have to say. Um, uh, just trying to think. Uh, time heist,
1: yes. Um, America's ass, got it. Moodboard Thor got it. Scarjo got it. Clint got it. Endings got it. Uh yeah, I think that's kind of everything I wanted to talk about.
0: I think we're good. Okay, ready? Um but I want to do a couple questions here end game related. Okay. Because I think this is f- and then we'll un- we'll, we'll it We'll do the noise after. Okay. Okay, so the one question from Dave, which is really funny, is, do you remember in Endgame when the guy had the other guy's thing? That was great. And I enjoyed your answer of, this is a really weird way to talk about Hulk's peen. Um, yeah, I'm,
1: that inspiration came from Mike Fail, who had an Instagram story about that. And I was like, you know what, that's a fair point. So I stole his joke.
0: Um, and then the question here, what does Loki getting the thing mean for later movies? Nothing, because it's the thing. We already talked about that. Where did Molnir go at the end? So where's the hammer? It's a good question. Mm. Is Valkyrie gonna have it now that she's gonna be the king of Asgard? Hmm.
1: That is a good question.
0: I guess we'll have to find out. I guess uh, we'll
1: have to find out. I feel like, you know, Cap's kinky. He's He's really gonna explore his dominating side. And I think he took it back in time with him.
0: It's possible. He did, didn't he? No, he fucking did take it back in time with him.
1: Yeah, it's on the platform. so I'm 100%. What, Megan, what I'm saying is he uses it for sex stuff.
0: Of course I know what you're saying. <laughs> of course he does. I think Peggy would be 100% into it, let's be honest here. Well, what is her name? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> According to the sign on her office <laughs> door, it's Margaret. Um. <laughs> uh, well, everyone's got a code name. And the last question here is uh is Thick Thor going to still going to be as thick in the next movie he's in? Oh so, I don't know if I need Thor in a bunch of stuff, but I feel like they've set it up that like he could be around a little bit without it being like weird. Cuz he's back on honest- his space, right? And so like I just I kind of feel like if he shows up again in like, you know, a couple cameos or whatever, I'm like yeah, that's cool. I get it.
1: It'd be fine. I'm I, was, I wasn't wild about his appearance and portrayal. Honestly, I thought that, like, when he got back and, like, talked to his mom, he'd just fucking spend, like, ten minutes on a treadmill and throw up a lot and do, like, six crunches and then he'd be like, what? I'm cool. Yeah. I'm a god.
0: Yeah, You know what enough. I mean? Yeah.
1: Um, but, yeah. Carrie, okay, are you ready? It's we on. done so?
0: To unspoiler this shit, yep.
1: Okay. Ka ka <laughs> I tried to do really long in case someone uses the, you know, thirty second skip.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um so we do have a bunch of questions that I, I had texted to me.
1: Okay. We're at one twenty six, so let's <laughs> <laughs> let's hurry this up.
0: So, um I have a sports question. No. It's a fine question. I think you might even be okay with this one. Okay. Who would your ideal hockey panel consist of? Like, knowing that the panels that we have are all garbage, who would you want to see on, like, a four-person hockey panel?
1: I do like David Amber. Um, Cassie, for sure. Um. You want to pitch in here?
0: Well, so I think that what I would like is more like NBA style panel, former players. They're the they like yeah a little bit more of that instead of this like.
1: But then it's like fucking Kiprios and PJ Star. Yeah, but I don't
0: want them. Like, I want someone like (laughs) you want a Chris
1: Webber and a Reggie Miller.
0: (laughs) I want someone with some personality who isn't a fucking idiot, right? Like. Yeah. I don't know, but people. the problem is I don't know who that is.
1: <laughs> There's all a of the lot of fo- smarties in All the, the former
0: players who do that stuff are fucking dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, Jeremy Roenick's a goddamn moron. And Nick Caprius has been hit in the head about a thousand too many times. Yeah. Um, but I think, like, I think when he retires, I feel it, well, when he's not doing hockey anymore, I think P.K. Subban would be a good panel guy for that, like, oh, personality for sure. piece. For sure, for sure. Um... But yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure who else, because again, like all of the ones with like the good personality. Joe Thornton. Oh yeah, that'd be great. I'd watch. That Joe would the be great.
1: I think he would be super interesting. I don't think he's like I think he's a gregarious guy. Yeah. But I don't think he's like crazy about TV, but.
0: No, but he, but but I mean, he's he's had some good one-liners and stuff, and mm-hmm. I think that'd be okay. Ovi. Um, Ovi would be fun. <sighs> Except that you definitely have to put him on a on a delay So he doesn't swear Like a hundred percent Only pre-taped pieces for Opie. Like there's no question in my mind I feel like Timothy Jimothy might not be too bad Um If you get oh, like Timothy the right
1: Timothy.
0: If you get the right combination of people I think it'd be fun Yeah Um For like smart hockey I would love to see Taylor Hall on a hockey panel
1: Yeah Taylor Hall lives
0: Um here, be- folks because he's very smart, um, about hockey, and I think he would be, like, an interesting sort of compliment to a guy like David Amber or something like that. hmm Um, a non-sports question. Thank God. Who plays your parents in a movie about your life?
1: Oh, God, this is way too emotionally traumatizing for me to handle, so you go right ahead, making.
0: <laughs> um, well, my friend Brian always, uh, tells me that my dad reminds him of, um...
1: Brian De Niro.
0: No, oh. Robert De Niro in uh, Meet the Parents. That's really yeah. That's how Brian feels. My dad is, which I think is really funny because my dad's not intimidating like that at all. Um, but yes, and I don't know about my mom. My mom is one of a kind.
1: I think your your dad would be Albert Finney. Okay. And your mom would be, um. June
0: squib. Ah! Yes! Perfect. I love it. You're Yeah, welcome. I'm in. I'm down. Um, okay, if you could do some kind of illegal something and not get caught, what would it be? Hmm. That's
1: a good question.
0: What's yours? I don't even know. I was thinking about when I used to work at the movie theater and we ran, like, a ticket refund scam for a while.
1: Um, <laughs> okay well don't incriminalize incri- yourself here incriminalize oh my god incriminate
0: and you know could have gotten <laughs> in cricket. and could have gotten in like a bunch of trouble if we got caught mm-hmm. um but didn't and then we stopped when somebody who worked in concession got fired for stealing a bag of candy we we're like well we should probably stop this now <laughs> jesus well, because what we learned, see, is that the cameras... I don't
1: think you should... I don't think
0: you should gonna, give away too many details. What we learned if is this that podcast th- the, is being used in evidence in a court of law,
1: I had no idea any
0: of this was happening. What we learned, and I've learned this since, is that the cameras on cash desks are not on the customers. No, they're on you. They're on the cashier. Ooh. And so what we figured out is that because that was the case, that... It didn't matter who we had getting the refund. Oh, I see. Because you don't see that person. Because you don't. You just see their hands, basically. Mm-hmm. And so we figured out how to, how to capitalize on the poor sight Jesus lines of the camera. Christ. Because in the theater that I worked in, the only cameras in the lobby were above the box office. Like, there were no cameras no security cameras or anything else when it first opened.
1: I just... I want to say this for you. Just, like, hypothetically, allegedly... Yeah. Hypothetically, allegedly.
0: <laughs> just so well, it's no, in there. But it's very true <laughs> that there were only cameras on the cache. But that's In what this discovered. hypothetical theater that you worked in, yes. Um, and, and so... It was probably the dumbest thing I've ever done in my life. Mm-hmm. Because we could have gotten in so much trouble. Um... But it worked out for the best. And when we stop recording, I'll tell you how much money we came away with. Oh my god, Megan! I tried to
1: give you an out. I tried uh, to give you an out. I think, uh, like, I would enjoy the thrill of a petty theft. Yeah, just probably. Just, like, pocketing, you know, pocketing that pair of earrings and just... Like shoplifting something? Yeah, just, like, something. Yeah. Just something that, you know, it's a... It's a meaningless crime.
0: Um, okay, Jess has some questions.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Jess's killing it this week.
0: So, one of her questions was, how many times should I see Endgame in theaters? Uh, and I'm just gonna say minimum two.
1: Yeah, minimum two. Because
0: she was also super excited for it, and so I think, like, seeing it again now that we've seen it, I think will be Gone very helpful. Gone to the emotional part, yeah. Yes. Will I cry as much? Absolutely. That's okay.
1: Yeah. Crying is crying is a part of life.
0: Um, the as original heard
1: on this podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the original six Avengers, so um, Tony and Thor and Cap and Clint. Oh shit,
1: we're in the spoiler free zone, aren't
0: we? And Bruce, hang on. And Nat, arrange them into a hockey team. So three forwards, two defensemen, and a goalie. Well, Hulk's your goalie for sure. Absolutely, because he covers the entire net. Tony's your coach. Actually, no.
1: Yes, Tony's your coach, because the coach actually doesn't really do anything.
0: <laughs> no, I think, no, I think Tony's going to just be your winger who cherry picks up at the you blue think line. So? Yeah. Okay, yeah.
1: so, who? okay, who's your defenseman then?
0: Um, I think you have, like, probably Cap and Thor are going to be your defensemen. Okay. And then you have uh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, and Tony, then you have
1: Clinton Natasha. Yeah, That's and her. then
0: and and so you've got Tony as a winger who cherry picks, and then you've mm-hmm. got uh Natasha's your playmaker for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh um, huh. So she's your center, and then you've got Clint on the other wing. Yeah, I like that. Easy peasy. Uh, Here is an FMK. It's all Steve Rogers. It's <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so Endgame, Steve Rogers, Infinity War, Steve Rogers. Winter Soldier Steve Rogers. I think we know that you fuck Infinity War Steve Rogers. And oh, you kill Winter got, Soldier. Him, okay, Yes, maybe Steve Rogers. And then you marry yes. Endgame Steve Rogers because he's willing to give up his superhero life for you. Yes.
1: Yes. You but the, did it. Congratulations.
0: <laughs> but you 100% it's the beard. Which is why. Oh, for sure. You the, fuck Infinity War Steve in Rogers. In the theater
1: I was in, there was a, a young man in the first few rows who clearly I think he was autistic and when because he just like his reactions and the way he wasn't controlling his body and he was just very vocal and I was like okay like I've taught enough kids to know like yeah this this something is something's going on here mm-hmm. and um I because of that like I was very understanding of his more vocal experience but the teenagers beside me were very upset by this but I digress. Um, and when he was shaving in the mirror, mm-hmm. this kid went, no!
0: <laughs> I'm with that so kid a hundred percent. Oh, man. That's um, a good moment. What else? And then Jess's last question has nothing to do with Avengers. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your favorite kind of lip chap? Uh,
1: Nivea, the blue one forever and ever
0: and ever I am a big fan. the dark
1: blue one not the light blue
0: one I'm a big fan right now of um this like maple one that I got from Nova Scotia Fisherman of course you are it's made with like seaweed and stuff so it's like all natural ingredients but then it's got maple in it they also have one that's got like that's like salted caramel Mm -hmm. and they also have one that's really minty Mm -hmm. but they're all made with like stuff that doesn't bother my skin which is really nice oh nice so it's a bonus Excellent. Um, and Mike sent me some questions Are you ready? Oh my god Here's another FMK And this is a hands down triple murder So don't even worry about it um, The oh, FMK spoilers. Is, Well it's all tweets from uh, Shitty Edmonton sports writers So which one would you marry? None of them Because the shitty sports writers are Jim Matheson, Terry Jones, and David Staples
1: that is the quickest triple murder. right of all So time. and
0: the, the tweets in case you want to know is when Maddie made that comment about all of the about the bodybuilders who could clean and jerk him in Columbus, <laughs> uh, the Terry Jones like porn search tweet and David Staple's urinal sink tweet about Commonwealth Stadium. And you just triple murder all of them. Um, he asked if I ever played Mortal Kombat and my answer is no, I don't know enough about it. No, me too. this question was, like, if you did play, what was your favorite fatality? But I don't have an answer. Um,
1: the only thing close to Mortal Kombat I ever played was Streets of Rage on Sega Genesis. And there was this one hilarious thing that happened when if you're <laughs> the two characters and you went into, like, these head holds, it looked like they were kissing. Oh, nice. And they were hugging and kissing each other. <laughs> so me and my sister were, like, ten and... 14 and we'd play and we'd be like oh no I love you so much I can't fight you look at how handsome you are let's stop love not war it was the best times of
0: my life that's funny Um, I played Street Fighter more than I played Mortal Kombat so Mm. Um, what healthy and hated food do you love and Mike he likes Brussels sprouts and beets Brussels sprouts for sure shout out to bag milk on that one Mm -hmm. for the beets
1: for the beets Uh, Brussels sprouts, love. Chickpeas, love.
0: Um, I like, um, I like chickpeas. I like black beans a lot. Oh,
1: black beans forever, for sure. Um,
0: I don't know if those
1: things are, like, hated, though. No,
0: I, 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 I hate a lot of foods that other people love.
1: Yeah, true. Like, avocado. Oh, I'm not a fan of avocado either. Megan, it's like we were born under the same moon.
0: I think we might have been. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. What health. I, I do. I mean, I know like it's sort of lots of people don't like broccoli. Um, I think they're insane.
1: I don't understand that either. My sister doesn't. She said it smells. And I'm like, it smells like what? It smells like a vegetable. What are you um, going about?
0: I roasted some broccoli on Sunday. And I've had broccoli three days in a row beautiful love it which for me is like a big big deal deal. at this point in my life (laughs) um but no I had I and I like buy like the pre-cut stuff because I'm way too lazy to do it myself Mm -hmm. but I also know that if I buy the pre-cut bag of stuff I will actually eat it like that's sort of how that works for me oh yeah Um, for sure then the job's done for you yeah so I roasted the whole like two pound bag and uh just been like picking at it for the last three days it's been good and I know lots of people really don't like broccoli, and I don't understand them.
1: Me neither.
0: Um, what is your, this is a really interesting question, what is your favorite piece of pop culture by the worst person? So the example that he gives here is The Pianist, of course, directed by Roman Polanski.
1: Yeah, mine would be Midnight in Paris. Woody Allen.
0: Mine, I think, is Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil with Kevin Spacey
1: what's wrong oh kevin spacey i thought you said kevin bacon i was like oh no what's wrong with kevin
0: bacon well probably something like let's be honest here no
1: him and kira cedric have a love to last all lifetimes
0: um but yeah i would i think midnight either that or the usual suspects one of the two Mm -hmm. but i think it's it is an interesting question and like can you separate the art from the artist no it's hard it's hard um and last question if Jamie Jesus. Ben was a character in Mortal Kombat and finish her flashed on the screen, what would he do? Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all we have for this week. <laughs> Um, he, it was funny. He sent me the other three questions first, and then this is the last one. I was like, "Yeah, it's perfect." Um, this is all we have for this week. Thanks for listening to us ramble about the Avengers for ever and ever and ever. Mm-hmm. Um, go see it. Yeah, it, and you know what? It It is good. I read a thing today where someone was like, ah, oh, the worst part about this movie is that it didn't do anything for the non-fans. I'm like, yeah, it fucking shouldn't have. Oh
1: my god, I saw that too, and I was like, go fuck yourself. Who's a non-fan that's going to see this movie?
0: Like, it's like, it's a Come combination on. of 22 movies. Like, I, I'll, I'll freely admit that I only saw, like, a Harry Potter movie because it was, like, 32 degrees outside, and it, and Reva was like, hey, you want to go see a movie? And I was like, sure. She's like, I want to go see Harry Potter. And I was like, well, okay. Because it was air-conditioned. But you air not
1: go to number seven.
0: I, two, I might have done that. Just because
1: you were hoping for something that you would understand.
0: No, I did, however, see uh, Deathly Hallows Part 2 before I saw Deathly Hallows Part 1. <laughs> <laughs> because I went with Reva because she didn't even know else to go with. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, tell me, like, give me a quick rundown. And then she mm-hmm. told me, and I was like, okay, cool. And then there were people in front of us who had no idea what was going on, so I felt a little better about myself. Oh my um God. But yeah, I read that, and I was just like, "Okay, dude." But yes, yeah, so go see Endgame if you're at all a fan of this stuff. Bring tissues. Bring some tissues. I did. I cried a lot. I cried. And make like sure a, you bring some extra for crying. I I cried at the beginning. <laughs> I cried in the middle. I cried at the end. And I sat with my like hands covering my face for approximately two thirds of the movie. Oh, like, no. I, was, I was just like, oh, oh no. Oh, I know, no, it's
1: tense. It's tense. Yeah. Be prepared. Be prepared.
0: Yeah. And then go see it again once you've, like, watched it once so that you can, like, enjoy it a little bit more. Yeah. Because it was very much, I felt the very same way this one that I felt in The Dark Knight Rises. Like, the first time I watched it, I didn't, I don't even know what I saw.
1: Yes. Because I and was just. Honestly, yeah. that second viewing might answer a lot of the questions that we had, but.
0: It might. Um, so yeah, go see it and, uh, you know, send us questions and if you have things you want us to talk about, let us know. I'm not sure when we're going to post this, maybe later today or maybe not till the weekend. We haven't decided yet. Um.
1: But if you're listening to it, this doesn't matter to you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's true. But, uh, anyway, thanks for, thanks for putting up with our nonsense, uh, Mm -hmm. for a while. Uh, you can find us and listen to our stuff on iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, Stitcher and Google Play.
1: We have an Instagram at Garbage Fire Pod, uh, Twitter at Garbage Fire Pod, uh, yeah. Megan's on Twitter at Mink14, yeah. we have a website, GarbageFirePodcast.com.
0: You can email us, GarbageFirePodcast at gmail.com. We do have a Teespring store, maybe we'll put some new things in there, I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I did notice that on Kelsey's Instagram story the other day, she was wearing her Garbage Fire Pod t-shirt. <laughs> oh yeah, I was. And I was like, "Hey, I've seen that shirt before." In that fun, um, but yeah, that's uh, that's all we got. So, as always, thank you so much for listening.
1: And we'll see you in the dumpster. <laughs> oh, I have to stop my recording. Oh my God, stop. <laughs>